0: American military action. This strike was intended to send a message to Iran. Relief bill hurdle. The minimum wage has got nothing to do with COVID. Demanding answers in Texas power crisis. What went wrong? How could you not know? Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. U.S. airstrikes in Syria designed to send a message to Iran. CBS's Cami McCormick tells us it was a Pentagon response to recent attacks on American interests in Iraq. The target was carefully chosen to hit Iranian-backed militias in eastern Syria. Seven 500-pound bombs were dropped. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. We're confident that that target was being used by the same Shia militia that conducted the, the strikes. It's an area where Shiite militias have been known to travel through. Israel has also launched strikes there, but the area was also chosen to avoid angering the Iraqi government. We're very deliberate about our approach as you would expect us to be. We allowed and encouraged the Iraqis to investigate and develop intelligence, and that was very helpful to us in refining the target. Iranian-backed militias have repeatedly targeted U.S. troops in Iraq with rocket attacks, but striking back there has had political consequences. President Biden spoke yesterday with Saudi Arabia's King Salman. It's not clear if the killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi was brought up. A U.S. intelligence report on that could be released as early as today. It looks like an attempt to double the federal minimum wage will not be part of a final $1.9 trillion Democratic COVID relief bill, just as President Biden had feared. CBS's Nicole Killian says a House vote on the original package happens today. Democrats plan to pass the president's plan through a budget process called reconciliation. That allows Democrats to pass a big package in the Senate with a simple majority. But the trade office that the bill can only involve taxing and spending. The nonpartisan Senate parliamentarian Elizabeth McDonough decided the minimum wage provision didn't meet that standard. The White House says President Biden is disappointed. But Speaker Pelosi says the House will keep the minimum wage hike in its version of the bill. So that is the relief plan that they are voting on today. It includes more stimulus checks for $1,400 and unemployment benefits will go up by $400 a week. A panel of FDA experts meets today to consider the one-shot Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine for emergency use authorization. Approval could mean millions of doses getting sent out next week. CBS's Meg Oliver says another vaccine already in use no longer has to be stored at super cold temperatures. The FDA approved Pfizer's request to store its vaccine in pharmacy freezers for two weeks instead of ultra-cold specialized units. This as Pfizer and Moderna are testing whether a booster shot of their vaccines can protect against the variant identified in South Africa. President Biden goes to Texas today to get a first-hand look at the recovery from the deadly cold snap. CBS's Janet Chamleon has the story of one family that's planning a funeral while trying to rebuild their lives. I miss his phone calls. I never thought I would. When Isaac Ibarra couldn't reach his brother Gilbert during the winter storm, he went to the 60-year-old's garage apartment where he found Gilbert dressed in layers on the floor. The medical examiner reports hypothermia as the cause of death. Gilbert Rivera was mentally disabled, his nephew Lawrence says, but lived independently. I don't think I would have ever thought anybody dying of hypothermia in Houston, Texas. Texas lawmakers launched their investigation into the power failure that affected millions. A lot of questions for Bill Magnus, the CEO of the power grid, ERCOT. Where's the buck stop? Is it you? I feel a great deal of responsibility and remorse about the event, but I believe the operators uh, on our team, did everything they could have. Situated. You wouldn't have changed anything in terms of your play calling? I don't believe I would. Clean water is still an issue in parts of Texas and other states in the region. A former U.S. Olympic gymnastics coach committed suicide in Michigan hours after he was charged with sexual assault and human trafficking. Rita Weiber is the mother of one of John Geddert's alleged victims. Just hope that um, all the gymnasts, the past gymnasts of John out there are able to process this in, in a, a way that's not going to lead to any more pain for them. In Oklahoma, a man who won early prison release last month while serving a long sentence for a drug conviction is now charged with murder. Authorities say Lawrence Anderson killed a woman, cut out her heart, cooked it for his relatives and killed two of them. In a mostly party-line vote, the House has passed the Equality Act, ensuring labor and civil rights protections for LGBTQ people. Every American deserves respect and dignity, and it's important that the Equality Act become law because it will once and for all ensure that LGBTQ Americans can live lives free of discrimination. Rhode Island Democrat David Cicilline, three Republicans broke ranks. The bill faces an uncertain future in the Senate. The FCC has approved an emergency subsidy for low-income households to get high-speed internet. For most, it'll mean $50 a month for broadband service. Well, social media lit up after an announcement from Hasbro. It's Mr. Potato Head and his bucket up. Mr. Potato Head around since 1952 will become simply Potato Head. Mr. Dropped from the name in the name of inclusion. Hasbro says nothing about what's inside the box will change. Well, Sunday night, the Golden Globe Awards. CBS's Steve Futterman says, unfortunately, the pandemic has a starring role. Normally, welcome to the Golden Globe Awards. The Golden Globe Awards take place in January, marking the start of the Hollywood awards season. This year, it's taking place two months late. There will be other differences. Normally, there's a live audience made up of Hollywood's rich and famous. This year, it's being replaced by a much smaller audience made up primarily of frontline and essential workers. Some things will look familiar. The Golden Globe goes to... There will be awards. One of the films given a good chance to win is Nomadland. I'm not homeless. I'm just houseless. Hosting the show will be Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, but they will not be together. Fey will be in New York in Beverly Hills, Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Days after formally ending Royal Duties, Prince Harry took a ride. Uh, interest, you a tea? Yeah, I'd love one. James Corden and Prince Harry played a round of carpool karaoke on CBS's Late Late Show on a double-decker bus with a stop-off at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mansion. The very house is good enough for the Fresh Prince. It's good enough for a real prince. Okay. Do you remember the song? Now, this is a story. Harry oh, revealed some royal time secrets time. about his new life with Meghan Markle in Santa Barbara and their nighttime routine. Upstairs, sit in bed, turn the TV on, watch some Jeopardy, a little bit of Netflix. The couple's expecting their second child. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Lady Gaga's offering a $500,000 reward for the return of her two French bulldogs. They were stolen and her dog walker shot the other night. LA police say the theft may not be an isolated case. The World News Roundup is produced by Paul Ferry and Matt Cherry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.